You drive me crazy. I just can't sleep. I'm so excited. I'm in too deep. Hello, and welcome back to the next exciting, I don't know, anticipated episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, the podcast where Matt and Todd watch a Netflix Top 100 movie on Netflix, and then we talk about it, and uh, we share our feelings. Uh, Last episode, you could tell we were pretty upset by what we watched. Hopefully that negativity will not follow into this one. I am Todd Domer, but before Matt talks, I have another unpopular opinion that has been in my head for a little bit that I wanted to share, and that unpopular opinion is that I don't think the movie Waterworld with Kevin Costner was that bad. That's it. And I'm Matt Malloy, and welcome (laughs) to this episode. Uh, Here's my opinion of your opinion is I've never seen Waterworld, so I've heard it's bad. I think it gets a bad rap, honestly. Okay. It's really like it was on one of the movie channels the other night. I watched it and I was like, you know what? This movie was totally crapped on and I didn't feel like it was that bad. Well, was it fantastic? I don't know, but it wasn't it wasn't bad by any stretch of my imagination. So gotcha. Well, maybe we'll uh, we'll watch it at some point in our viewing career of movies and podcasts. Very possible. Uh, I there's three connections from the song I sang to our movie that we watched, Matt. Yes, three connections. Well, Brittany uh, sings about driving, and there is driving in this movie. Correct. And That's then one. there's two more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it crazy because there's a crazy character? Uh, I'll give it to you, uh, that yes, there, it, there is crazy. We might not be talking about the same characters, but there is at least crazy involved. Okay. And I don't know. What's, what's the third one? The third is, I just can't sleep. The main character in this movie oh. is an insomniac and he can't sleep. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that makes our viewers figure out what the movie is. Probably not. But the movie is 1976's Taxi Driver, directed by Martin Scorsese, Mm -hmm. the main character of Robert De Niro, and also features a young, I don't know how old she was in this movie, Jodie Foster. Her character is... I think she was pretty young. 12 and a half. Yeah, I don't think she was 12 and a half, but... Right. And uh, Sybil Shepard is in this. She's yes. uh, less famous now than I think she used to be. But uh, And then Harvey Keitel is in this. I think he's a famous person-ish. He is pretty famous. So, I think. Yeah. So there he- are two other people that I recognize in this movie. Okay. One is Albert Brooks. Okay. Who's been in a ton of stuff over the years, um, and then Peter Boyle, who was um, 
Raymond's dad, and everyone loves Raymond. Okay. It's probably the most famous thing he's ever done. Gotcha. And then that's it. Yeah. Uh, also, a little side note, Martin Scorsese is in the movie. That is true. At one point. His wife is apparently cheating on him, and he goes to observe her silhouette in a window inside of the taxi of Robert De Niro's yes. characters driving. And out. he talks about killing her. He does talk about that killing scene. her. Wonder if there was any kind of uh, mirroring real life in that scene. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Someone will have to let us know. The world will never know. May never know. We may never know. Yeah. So anyway, Travis, so what's the movie about? We got Travis Bickle, who is Robert De Niro's character. Uh, he is a former military person, and he's living in New York City, and he can't sleep. So he decides he wants to drive a cab overnight, and he starts doing that. Um, yes. And uh, it's really about his adventures, and he gets really, like, uh, kind of worked up on the state of New York City um, and, like, how run down it is and how much, uh, well, how run down it is, how corrupt it is, really. Um, and so he ends up... Uh, that's that's a big influencer for him to try to think about what he could do to change things. And so he he meets up with uh, Sybil Shepard's character. They go out on a couple dates, and then that kind of fizzles out. But she's working for a politician who's running for president. And, mm -hmm. uh, and the guy ends up in the cab, driven by Travis Bickle at some point. And so he's met the guy. Um, and he also sort of has this in-passing relationship with a sex worker played by Jodie Foster. Um, and ends up, they end up having breakfast together and he tells her to get out of this business and she's got to go away and he's going to give her some money and all that stuff. So, uh, and then the rest of the movie is kind of like it all comes to this climactic point where um, basically he tries to kill the guy running for president that gets screwed up mm -hmm. and so then he goes and like uh, attacks the pimp and the people who are kind of orchestrating the sex work of uh, Jodie Foster's character um, and he iconically shaves his head, shaves his hair into a mohawk Yes, um, that's kind of the 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 image of Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro is really pretty young in this movie. It's kind of amazing to see his youngness, but uh, but yeah, that's so that's Taxi Driver. That's what it what it's about, and uh, I'd never seen it before. I don't know if you have, Todd. I have, yes. But what did you think? Um, so I, 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 can, I don't know if I can say that I 
really liked this movie, but there are, like, I think, so I have a couple of questions, I guess, about this movie that I don't think will ever be answered. Like, um, I'm not sure if I truly understand the movie, and I don't know, maybe I'm just lost in that and and that's what's holding me back from really really liking it i don't to on the surface it seems like a a movie about a guy kind of a person who can't sleep descending into madness kind of honestly is is what the, the synopsis that i would get it on a surface level but when i was like i was trying to kind of deep dive into it because in trying to see if what are other people's thoughts about this movie? And like, the more I started to research, the more there's like a growing population of people who think that the ending of the movie didn't actually happen. And it was just all in his crazy mind or like the, the entire climax of the movie didn't happen. And, uh, I don't know. Like, I think it goes for this kind of psychological kind of thriller, but it's also just way too long in my opinion. The runtime for me for this movie is kind of the biggest knock against it. It's so slow at times that I had a hard time paying attention to it. And I'm just not the biggest fan of Martin Scorsese and I think a lot of his movies are so similar and the more like we come across one that we have to watch or something, the more it's so obvious to me that they're very very similar. They're always narrated. Um, most of them have like some form of incredibly violent scene. Like it's just like there's so many similarities. Now there are some out there that are not, you know, that he breaks the mold. But I feel like most of his biggest famous movies are so similar that if you've watched one, you've almost watched them all. Um, so I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who are going to disagree with that and be mad at me that I, that's my opinion, but, but darn it, that's my opinion. And I'm, that's my name on this podcast too. And I get to share it. So, uh, I think the acting is pretty good in this movie. De Niro is good. Uh, Jodie Foster's pretty good for the kind of, I don't know, serious role she had to play, just the specific role she had to play. Um, Harvey Keitel plays like a weird pimp and he's just kind of super weird in there and I don't know much about Sybil Shepard but I was just not impressed by anything she did in this movie so I don't know I don't want to crap on this movie the whole time because there is good things about it I just felt more confused than I did and I'll tell you the biggest thing that confused me about this movie is that through the narration of this movie and through the the climax of this movie and all that Travis Bickle does or doesn't do. There's a scene where you're like kind of, kind of being shown his apartment near the end of the movie. And it's just like scrolling past stuff. And it's all these newspaper clippings of like what he did and like that. He's the hero taxi who saved young girl or something like that. And, I watched that scene a couple of times because every time they showed a picture of him in the paper, it did not look like Robert De Niro. Like it, I, I don't think it was his picture that was in there. 
And I tried to, when I was like going through a deep dive, I tried to see if anyone agreed with me and, and no one ever mentioned it. So I guess I must be wrong, but I, I watched this several times and I was like, this doesn't look like him. So I don't know. I guess it's one of those movies that if you haven't seen it, you know, it, it is kind of iconic. It's referenced a whole lot. Um, it's probably just severely dated for my liking at this point. And maybe I'm just burnt out on Martin Scorsese, but you know, if you haven't seen it, I would say, see it like it's, you know, there's no reason to not see it. It is kind of a classic and some things still do hold up, but I don't know. I'm just not the biggest fan of this movie. But it's it's a fine movie. It's fine. That's uh, I'll just I'll end there. It's fine. <laughs> I sound angry, but I'm really not. Like it's a fine movie. I'm right. not mad that I had to watch it again. Maybe I'm mad at myself that I couldn't pay attention to it because I was getting really bored. So maybe that's just my fault, and all my anger's pointed towards me. So, Matt, well, <laughs> what did you think? Uh. So this was first time viewing for me of Taxi Driver. Um, and, yeah, I mean, uh, you're, you're right on with some of the slowness of the movie. Uh, and I feel like older movies tend to have this trend where they want to have these big, like, sweeping shots or they want to have, like, the gritty... <clears throat> every man's experience captured. So they want to have like, oh, it's a taxi driver. So you've got to have him just driving around some of the times. Sure. And like you're just seeing New York City driving by. Um, and that really adds to the length of the movie and the boringness of the movie. Yeah. Um, but... Overall, I liked the story. I felt I felt like I did not get too bored with that. The story parts were interesting. The characters were interesting to me. Um, there's some nice humorous moments thrown in and um, all that kind of stuff that, that kind of makes for a pleasant uh, viewing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, also agree on the dated portion of it. There's a lot of kind of racist talk that's just thrown around casually. And I think to some extent those things were at the time the movie was made more accepted to just say racist things. Sure. But at the same time, I think they were the, there was this idea that Scorsese's trying to capture the idea of these were real people and these were pe- what people are like when the movie's made. Um, and sure. So there's some of that. You wouldn't or, see... Or, or Scorsese's a racist. Well, I mean, I, that... I, I'm not totally convinced he's not. Yeah. You... you you would definitely not see a lot of the terms used uh, today uh, to describe kind of racist feelings. They just wouldn't be in the movie. 
Well, when I was so when I was going through my deep dive of just trying to see if there was anything else I was missing or something like uh the the thing that just kept popping up between most of the stuff I was reading was that was that uh a lot of people feel like that Travis Bickle and the reason Scorsese did most of what he did was because he Travis Bickle was severely racist and it like it's more just like it just starts to show through the movie when he talks about New York what he's really talking about is black people in New York Hmm, that's interesting that's just something that just kept popping up and I was like I, I can see it but I could also see it not being that like yeah because throughout the movie out of all the taxi drivers, he's kind of one of the only ones who goes to like the quote unquote black parts of New York city and takes customers there and doesn't really think twice about it. Doesn't mean he's not racist, but they did portray him as like, he's someone who doesn't seem to care too much about that, at least at his job. Sure. So, Anyway, so I I enjoyed the movie. I liked watching it. I agree. If you haven't seen this one, it's probably worth a watch. It did remind me a little bit of the uh, Joaquin Phoenix movies that we've seen lately. (laughs) Um, As far as the type of character that Robert De Niro is playing, it seemed a lot like like the Joker or the the other uh, movie we saw Joaquin in recently. The master. The master, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Except De Niro didn't wire his jaw shut for no good reason. <laughs> correct. He did not. Um, and in general, I, I enjoyed De Niro's acting style a little bit more than I enjoy Joaquin Phoenix's. So. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I liked it. Uh, generally liked it. That's yeah, my I guess- feeling. I guess what it boils down to for me in the pantheon of must-see Robert De Niro movies, this one does not rank high with me. Is that where where most of my feelings come from? Does it rank Probably. above Bad Grandpa? Uh, I've never seen Bad Grandpa, so I don't know. I can but tell I know you, that... I haven't seen it either, but I can tell you it ranks above Bad Grandpa. <laughs> I, uh... So... It's almost just like that. So this movie was what seventy six? Seventy six, yes. And then four years later, he did he did Raging Bull, which is such a similar movie, of just like a guy kind of just I don't know, somewhat falling apart in life, or he's getting more out there and no one really understands, and it's narrated, I believe, and it's like just so similar. And I'm like, I'd rather just watch Raging Bull again, maybe. <laughs> so. I don't know. I'm going to stop rambling about it because I'm sure people are done hearing me not have a concisive feeling about the movie. Um, So, Matt. Yes. um, How many... Uh, the first one I, I'm not going to say the first thing that came to my mind because I'm like uh, maybe a little I'm not going to go that far 
How many Mohawks would you give this movie? Mm, good, safe, safe one there. Safe, safe play. All right. I don't feel like being a rebel tonight. So, so on a scale of zero to five Mohawks, I'm going to give this movie a solid three Mohawks out of five. So, uh, it was an enjoyable experience. There was some slowness to the movie. There's some datedness to the movie, but overall, I that didn't that didn't pull me away from enjoying the characters and the story that happened. So three for me. Yeah, I think I'm probably like a two point two. Um, maybe I would be feeling much different about it if it was my first time watching it, but I have definitely seen it before. Um, not that I've seen it many times, but maybe it would feel... Well, I guess you can say this about any movie unless you're watching it for the second or third time and you really loved it, but like, it just... For my, for my... I don't know how many times I've seen it, but for this viewing, I just really... All the dated stuff just really stuck out to me. And all the slowness and... Um, but I can definitely understand if it was your first time how things would be different. So... I think that's where I'm going to land the old 2.2. All right. Well, before we wrap it up, um, Todd and I have agreed on a new system for choosing movies. So Netflix has, they they published their kind of top 10 most uh, watched movies and uh, TV series over some time frame i don't know if it's like a daily thing or like a weekly thing or a rolling i think it is daily yeah because i feel like well i don't know i guess i can't say this for certain i feel like i've seen different stuff on the list each day yeah well we've been a bit unsatisfied with our top 100 netflix list absolutely uh we've gotten some real clunkers out of that so we thought Maybe we try and plug in more to what people are actually watching, and then we can talk about things that are more relevant to your life. And if we end up having reviewed everything in the top ten, because there's movie series or TV shows that we're not going to watch in that list, then we can go back to our old top 100 random number generated list. Sure. I would just like to state that I don't trust that list anymore. Okay. I feel like we've been burned too many times. If we've got to go back to it, that's fine. But really, Raising Cain just cemented the... Why was this on a top 100 list for Netflix? <laughs> like, that I just... I don't trust it. I've been I've been burned. So, it's got to earn its trust back with me. Well, hopefully we won't need it too much. And we'll love the new method. So... Nice. That, with that, we'll wrap up this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we reviewed Taxi Driver, starring Robert De Niro, and we gave it an average rating of 2.6, I think, is how that shakes out. 2.6 Mohawks out of 5. Mohawks. So, slightly above average, but if you haven't seen it, it's probably worth a watch. Just know you're going to get some some racism thrown in there. Be ready for it. Be ready. So keep listening to our podcast because 
We like making it. We just passed 2,500, 2,500 downloads of yeah, the podcast. Did. So thank you all listeners for that. And keep listening. Da-da-da-da. Da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.